right. So, <laughs> well, so, <laughs> before we get too far into this, uh, being that it's an early morning uh, podcast, um, what am I drinking? I am drinking. Oh. Yeah, I'm drinking something called chocolate macadamia. Um, this is by Skip and Brew uh, Whole Bean Coffees. They're like a wholesaler for all kinds of crazy flavors and everything. Uh, these are little um, sample packets from my local wonderful uh, grocery store. They're out of Madison, Wisconsin. So I guess made and packaged in America. Um, and it's kosher certified. Anyways, so this thing Ooh, says kosher. Your coffee. Yeah, this says bittersweet chocolate and buttery rich macadamia nut, which uh, I don't know about the chocolate. <clears throat> there is buttery rich nuts though in my mouth. So uh, always nice to wake up to that. <clears throat> it's it's not bad though. It's it's I've drank worse, so it's okay. nice, dude. Better than a cup of McDonald's coffee, though. I don't know because I haven't had their coffee in a while. It might be better now. I don't know. Yeah, better my than, wife uh, likes their coffee. Than but, mm. It's better than Starbucks burnt shit. So oh, d- down here it's more like Dunkin' Donuts burnt shit. Um, uh, how do you fuck up Dunkin'? donuts i don't know dude i do not Whoa. know but uh that's all we have in, in the town that i'm living in right now and uh no, i don't think we i've have never donuts yet i've never had a like good cup there it's it's Ouch. always it's always burnt i don't know i don't know why it must be wh- whoever's making it right um yes but dude that sounds like some good coffee man yeah it's not bad it's not bad you know the best thing about trying all these different coffees is i have a coffee thing that's going to take all the extra grounds so i'm going to have a fucking mutt coffee mix at the end of this so oh, oh no <laughs> That like sounds dangerous. Like ass. <laughs> so what do you got going on for drink for the coffees here? So I finally, oh no. like, I actually, actually brought, oh, can you still hear me? Yeah, I, still I was, was, was oh. going to say, you're going to roll into, I bought a nitro brew or something. No, <laughs> no, but that would be great. Uh, next time, maybe. So I, I actually brought down the package uh, today of, of, of the company that I was drinking the last time we did a morning podcast. And it's Fall in Love Ground Ooh. Ground Coffee by Paramount Roasters. Mm. And uh, the last one was something, something Vermont, maple syrup or something. Right, right. And it was really good. This one is brown sugar bourbon. Um, and, and I'm hitting that with a little bit of French vanilla. And it's it's really good. I mean, it does it does have a little bourbon-y finish to it. Phenomenal. And, uh, and yeah, it's real good with a little bit of French vanilla. And uh, man, it's not bad. It's uh, They're out of Michigan, Lansing, Michigan, uh, hmm. these particular brewers. And uh, again, I'm using the French press. And, you know, it's 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 been really nice to have some high quality coffee here for a change. I don't know where the wife got this, but uh, it's not too bad uh, for especially for pre-ground stuff. You know, we used to grind all our own and uh, be real coffee snobs like that. But, but yeah, brown sugar bourbon, fall in love ground coffee from Paramount Roasters. Um, they're all, I guess they're all fall themed. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, that's clever. Someone's going to have to bring the pumpkin spice thunder. Oh, buddy. It's on solo season. Oh, shit. But yeah, good, some good coffee. Go. Good morning stuff. I'm getting woke up. I've got my first cup of joe so that we can speed round through 17 different articles. Exactly. So we'll fire, <laughs> we'll fire this off. Um, my first one that I wanted to, I looked at was, this was, I, I couldn't help it. The freaking title is great. Um, and I don't know if it's the same title. I'm just going over the one that I had. <laughs> Yeah, it is, um, I think. <laughs> so it's literally in moving speech, Boyce's Biden helped him overcome stutter. Now, this article is pretty good. The the irony of all of it is that the kid's 13 years old. He's a minor. So he, yeah. this, this is this is his parents. It, it really is. Now, the fucked yeah. up thing is Biden, I, I actually probably think because he's old enough, he probably got beaten up. And they even mentioned how he got mocked at his school, which tracks yeah. with my experience as being young. Now, this kid, maybe some cyberbullying if he's on Facebook. I, I could see that. Um, yeah. But but what this smacks of more than anything else for me is it's like the rallying cry for people that are 20 to maybe like mid 20s to mid 30s who are just old enough to have still got 
picked on in school. And this is what yeah. this, this is what this is. This is, this is. It feels like a ploy to, you know, tug on those angry chip shoulders. And I'm just like, I don't get it. I, I don't understand the point of it. It's just it's a lot of fucking wishy washy drama and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's it's like the weirdest appeal for heartstrings ever. And I don't get it other than we're literally trying to cover all our bases. It's 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 like crybaby twats getting their revenge on the football quarterback and head cheerleader. I just I man, it's fucked up and I don't get it. I mean, kudos <laughs> for this kid overcoming his speech impediment. You know, I got why yeah. I have a speech impediment. I know what it's like. Mine isn't terrible. Um, I had to go to special classes for it. I got picked on for that. But, you know, yeah, it is what too. it is. I don't know, <laughs> man. I just I, it's like it's so fucking bizarre that this is like, you know, thousands of words over this shit. I'm just like, yeah, that's we got to stop with the the tears for shit. I don't know. What did you think of this thing? I, I mean, I, I think we'll revisit this one yet again when we do our Cobra Kai vis- uh, um, <laughs> video, our, our podcast. Uh, but um, I mean, yeah, first, obviously, I have a speech impediment. I it, I think it's pretty clear. I also do professional speaking for a living. Um, so so whoopty shit. Um, I, I don't know. This one got me. But maybe it's because I'm old and fat and I have a kid now. And uh, so I was like, oh, man, that's really nice that Biden took the time to talk to this kid backstage. Um, but at the same time, this, it's had to machine it. He's a minor. Right. right. Um, and I mean, uh, at, any, at any other time, an old white man talking to a young boy would be people who are like, mm, I don't Mm, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but even even if even if like it's still I mean it's still kissing babies right it's just a typical politician right. move and and so I think it stands out to us because Biden's making <laughs> typical and blatant politician moves you know yeah. and Trump just doesn't do that shit. <laughs> Um, but it's also, I, I think, right? I mean, because we've at been least, through four least, years hey, of hey, none of that. Hey, like, hey, 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 at least Biden's making human moves. Well, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, and they may, I, I don't know, they might be Real insincere. Motherfucker. I, I suspect this is a sincere one. Like, Biden I has to struggle with a stutter. And I think this is also the Democratic Party's way of saying, you know, really? all right, Biden, well, we're humans and go ahead, Trump, go ahead, fucking make fun of Slow Joe and Sleepy Joe and, and say all these things because that's going to backfire right in your face. What, what the Democratic party needs to remember is that's not how it works anymore <laughs> yeah you know like trump's gonna say mean things about you and he's gonna be a bully and an asshat and it's not gonna come back and reflect on him negatively because he's somehow teflon yeah he's somehow teflon trump um oh that's a good one i like that I mean, that's it. I, I heard Excellent. that somewhere, but that's I'm, but that's that's it, right? Take credit, um, for it. Take credit for it. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> but yeah, no, man, man. I, I teared up a little bit reading this one. Come on, it's it's Aww. sweet. You know, it's uh, talking with this thirteen-year-old uh, kid, and and you're right. Hey, what kids getting picked on today is more. It's more mental, right? It's I more keep, psychological, I so. right? Because I've I've been asking my kids about it, and they're like, and I, I mean, the anti-bullying is like ultra aggressive, and I'm you know, really so I'm like, is. So I'm like, is there? And you're like, kind of no. I mean, it's it's like if it is, it's more like there'll be shit like kind of on the playground but it's not like it was when we were kids it's it's more like it's more like bothersome and like the bullying that i i've seemed to you know hear from my kids is more like it's not really bullying it's just like people you know not respecting like boundaries and stuff like you know kids that are you know close talkers and you know don't understand (laughs) spatial boundaries and they're you know that's that's irritating after a while of course of course and and, 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 question mark (laughs) 
Why? I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, if you tell them no, get away and they don't, I mean, that's, you know, and they keep doing it. It's, it's an intentional thing, right? I mean, it's just a different form. If you go by right. today's modern rules, I mean, I, you know, and it's like, well, talk to your teacher then. And if they're not doing anything, <laughs> then talk to us and we'll take care of it. I mean, there's the only way to really deal with it. I mean, it's, you know, it's yeah. not like, it's not like I'm going to be like, they're just, they won't leave you alone. I'm not going to tell them to just punch them in the face. That's over. That's way overreacting. It's, you know, you just, Wait, yeah, you gotta go that, yeah. And it's, and that's the thing. It's like, just go through the system. The system doesn't work. Then call us and we'll call the school and we'll talk about it and get it fixed. And you know, it's, yeah. it, it, it did happen. Um, and one of the, one of the kids that was doing something like that there and they were in a different class the next year, of course they end up, it finally all came out and this kid's like got behavioral problems and whatnot. So they ended up, you know, having special attention. So, I mean, that's, and that, I mean, that in, in all, in, in all irony in podunk Cornville, USA, where I live, the system actually worked the way it was intended to, and it didn't turn out like a fucking ABC special. So, <laughs> well, that's, that's good though. Hey, that's good. And and yeah, uh, you know, it turns out that this kid you know needs some sort of special uh, special attention. That's great that 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 worked out that way. And I have mm-hmm. no doubt that cyberbullying. Again, we talked about this before. It's online. It stays online <clears> forever. It's it's horrible in a different way than than what happened to a lot of us growing up. Yeah, I don't know if this if this got to me because of uh, the bullying aspect or I think the speech part. Maybe the speech part, maybe, you know, um, and, and because, I mean, I've, I've made fun of Biden for just being a fucking horrible public speaker, and I'm going to stand by that. He's been a lot better here lately. I hope he continues to be, but I, I don't think on, I, I don't, it's quite possible, right? But but in, 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 I think it was you actually who pointed out to me, like, well, you know, he's got a problem with stuttering. And the second that you said that, I was like, wow, I'm an asshole. Uh, but I had no, no because, idea. You know, I had no he, idea. Because, right? he, because he really doesn't. But that explains the way he, he speaks, though. I mean, that's and I, yeah. I don't know, I, I guess because I, I ironically, I've like known lots of people that have had different kinds of speech impediments. But it's like it's one of those things where people are real quick to be like, oh, well, you know, it's like they'll point that out or something. And it's like, well, there's usually there's an underlying thing, you know, especially if it's like really obvious where like this person talks really weird, you know, but, yeah. I, guess it's, but I guess it's also from being around, you know, like relatively relatives and that are, you know, from the old country and whatnot. And, you know, they don't technically have speech impediments other than that English isn't their first language and it's really fucking rough. Right. And right. It's, it's hard. I mean, it's, a, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, it's hard. They have a hard time and it's hard to listen. To. I mean, fuck, especially when I was a little kid, Jesus, I remember being talked to and just staring at somebody and not knowing what the hell they were saying to me, even though <laughs> we spoke the same language. And I mean, that's a little dramatic, but I mean, it is, you know, it's a different type of, you know, speech issue, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, this just, it's just real overwrought and dramatic as all get out. But that's okay because there's more. There's more. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, this one, this one's old as shit because it's it's already gone and passed and no one cares about it anymore. But it was about uh, Kamala Harris's dual identities challenging America's race labels. Um, and that is a great ultra dramatic, ultra dramatic title there. Um, it really is. And and the funny thing about it is like it's like a real real like rah rah thing about you know I think it, I don't I mean t- <clears throat> fuck terminology I don't know multiracial heritage mixed biological background whatever you want to call it um, yeah. and you know race not being a real scientific thing like this thing is full of language regarding like skin color and things like that and then phrases yeah. like comfortable in your own skin and it's like and like it's weird because the article is like you know well we don't want to be racist but then it uses like all the fucking language that people point out as you're being racist about and then what really cracks me up is then there's a note a quip more or less about how no one should be the identity police but the fucking whole article is about laying a foundation for why we need the identity police it's like it's just it's so nonsensical and emotionally driven it's insane and then for me in the long run 
if we want to actually move past race, this seems to be like obsessing over some serious, or seriously obsessing over some minutia. I just, yeah, I, mean, I, I think this this article should have been, hey, we're going to talk about how I get, and that's the other weird thing about the article is, you know, for something about race, it's really just kind of like, well, there's so many more multiracial people. It's like, you know, I don't know, you could kick it back to the late 40s and be like, it's the melting pot of America, even though I guess that's racist. But then here we are noting that America has literally becoming a biological melting pot. And it's just, I don't know, it, it's it's a whole lot of words that well, are... And I, I think we're going to continue to be, right? Like uh, our census well, says 3.5% yeah, more people are identifying as two or more races. Um, yeah, that should be fine. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's, we're, that's we're how it is. A, yeah, we're, we're not a homogenous society like, you know, that social democratic paradise of Finland and Sweden and all those other places. <laughs> Hey, they have some immigrants. Um, but we have. Yeah, but yeah, we, are are you looking? Probably, are you looking forward to another uh, article? Is that what the? No, um, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just poking fun at you know the one of our uh, um, Democrat American Democratic Party's uh, saviors in Europe talking about how great it all works. And I'm like, yeah, and it's a fucking homogeneity of people culturally and racially. But okay, that that'll that makes sense. Point out that the fucking way smaller. <laughs> yeah, and I, was, I was like, I was like so basically, you're, you're talking about you know the perfect Aryan state as being how social. Democracy works. I don't think you want to fucking point that out. That's like no, that's that's not the example. The perfect Aryan state is not the fucking example you want to go with. Just saying. <laughs> it, we're we're four articles away from a guy from Norway talking about immigration. So, I know. We have to talk a little bit more about this. So so first, is, is it a story that Harris has like she's both Indian and Jamaican and American? Um, it, I don't know. I mean, is she, is she yeah. American or is, or is she her heritage? Well. Um, and, and again, like, like this is an interesting, it's an interesting academic discussion to be like, look, we're all mutts now. See so, yeah, how we're all, you know, 17 different so it, uh, ethnicities. It us, like, it should bring us together. I mean, I, I would hope we're gonna, so. We're going to stay divided because all we can all we can do is just talk about the race instead of talk about how we're all Americans. But blah, blah, blah. You, you get the angle I'm, I'm shooting at here where it's it's very fucking dissonant. It's very yeah. dissonant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, very I dramatic. think it's so the, the issue kind of is uh, so I, I mentioned the persuader stuff documentary to you the the other day and it's from like 2004 all right to me though it predicts like all the polarization that we're seeing today and it does so largely in marketing terms and at, at the end of the piece what it does is, is, it, is it turns to politics and says and here's how we market to you for political reasons and mm. and what the closing is is that like as americans we've been divided into like 70 different demo groups demographic groups and then they try to give us each a specific message so like these are almost like marketing subgroups right Right. Like it's it's no longer like Asian American. It's now like Filipino American or whatever the fuck Tiger Woods thinks he fucking is. Cablin Asian. I have no idea. But it's crazy. You're you're, you're more cynical about this than I am. I love it. Keep going. Well, it's so it's like preach. It's about trying to reach an audience. Right. That that, to me, that's what it is. Right. And so. Well, well, yeah. Or se- again, in this case, maybe selling a political appeal. Hey, you guys got to vote for Harris, and it's because she's multiracial, right? And Ooh. like, I- I'm going to vote for uh, Harris because I can't. I'm there's no way in hell I can vote for Trump. <laughs> like, 
like um and i but i would much rather and this is going to sound very strange uh i would much rather vote for someone based upon like i don't know their fucking politics instead of like oh, what their we, racial background is we stopped we stopped that in 2008 in this country dan that's like it's, it's over. nobody it's cares just, about uh, politics. It, actually nobody cared about politics in 2004 2004 2004 is when we stopped voting <laughs> uh, maybe even 2000 but i'll give you 2004 for sure is we stopped voting on someone's actual ability as a statesperson so right that, well, and, and i have no doubt that like i mean we know going into nominating harris as the vp that there was serious discussion largely based upon sex so gender and race and again i'm so glad that you started this conversation by saying you know race is a made-up thing it is like um and so it's it's problematic counterpoints to this yes um it's it's way different for me to say well i'm i'm multiracial because i'm part native american part fucking welsh part italian whatever the fuck who knows right because my skin and except whenever i was really young growing up in the summer i'm very clearly white i'm a very clearly lower i guess that's lowercase jason should we talk about that clearly a a white european descent whenever the fuck i'm mutt i consider myself a mutt because there's so much you know ethnicity pumped into all of us even though i think you know you and i are i'm both american probably Pol- american and then probably polish descent if we had to choose a, a, a backup well it's um, a little it's a little clearer for me because that's where my family I mean, my mom's once removed my dad's i think twice removed from the old country so it's not that well, there you go so, so I, pretty my, obvious yeah my, my, grand, <laughs> my grandparents are both polish and from both sides and i think their parents were also so i mean it's very right. it's, it's a pretty it's a pretty direct line there there's nothing no matter how much right. my grandma cleaned her german heritage it was really just where they were living when the fucking line was drawn on the ground so <laughs> but like that that doesn't like we don't necessarily wear that on our skin right no like, which is which is very which is very uh, it's that's I'm, I'm gonna derail you for a minute because that's definitely changed because my, i mean my parents were old enough where and their parents were old enough where you came here and you became american whether you wanted to or not like my dad doesn't speak polish because his parents came here to be americans so they didn't teach him how to speak my mom spoke yeah. a couple languages um, and you know but that was because of where they were moving around but when they got here yeah she got thrown into the schools and had to learn English and it was not a fun time and she was a weirdo and a foreigner and you know she, she got the full experience there she told she told me this story and I'll never forget it how they said you know you do a, it was like do a do thing to show what you want to be when you grow up so she took a Barbie a doll or whatever I don't know if they had Barbies back then and wrapped yeah. it in tinfoil and she wanted to be an astronaut and the entire class and teacher laughed at her what? And then, yeah, and then like Sally Field happened a few years after, well, more than a few years. But you know what I mean? It's like probably, I don't know, I'm trying to think when she would have been in school. <sighs> yeah, yeah, maybe like 10 years, 10, 10, 10 years, 15 years, maybe Sally Field happened. It- yeah, but that's yeah. that's that was her experience coming to this country. But yeah, it was you learn English. That was it. There was no there was, there was no special class for her. There was no nothing. She got thrown yeah. into school and had to learn as fast as she possibly could, or she was going to sink. And that's what her you know that's they became Americans. That's what they did. The right. Polish the Polish heritage and all that crap that was at home and the holidays and things like that. But you were American every other way, every other time you're out in public. There was no there was no celebrating anything. There were no fucking flags. That's all. And that's the funny thing too. People need to realize that's a very very recent trend. Yeah, okay, it that, really that is. Probably that probably started in the mid 90s maybe maybe in the like, mid 90s like getting all excited about your heritage and having, right, having your right. flag and yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah like the you know like you know how like say a big city has different people's days you know yeah, pride, yeah. You know, like puerto rican pride day or mexican pride day or everything Our else cashmere pulaski day buddy come yeah, on yeah, that is true that is chicago thing yeah but that's you know. <laughs> 
I don't even know who the hell shows up for that anymore. But I don't you know, know either. It's, it's like, but even <laughs> even then, I don't remember that as a kid. I don't remember fuck all about being talked about that. That's yeah. probably just a reaction to everything else. So I think so. But but your your story here illustrates that it's always been tough to be an immigrant in America. Number one, right? Yeah, it doesn't and, um, you know that uh, shocker. You know, despite my mom technically being a South American, she was white as shit. So right, right, and so from it, from, from the fucking Eastern European motherland, you know, because, it's all about being othered, right? So mm-hmm. whether that's a language thing or, or looking different, in this case, the the issue with race is that it's They're not the others really anymore. I mean, if you're born here, I mean, that's that's I guess maybe that's my counter is like I get that all all you know all our genetic heritage and everything or something, but she's born here, raised here, right? Acts right. like an American, talks like an American, thinks like an American. I mean, it's like right to to me, it's it's almost a little hollow to like pick up that mantle and you know it's like I get there's still shit. I'm not dumb. I'm not ignorant about it. Of course, it, but, of course. But it's like you know sometimes it just feels like it's seized upon because it's a good story to you know. Kick oh yeah. <laughs> Of course. Well, and, and this is an appeal. So this is an appeal to, uh, you know, black Americans, Latino Americans, um, it, anyone who's ever been othered for the, for the color of their skin. They're trying to reinforce here that Harris is a great choice for you. Um, now, that isn't may that, backfire. Isn't that fucking, isn't that fucking yes. racist? I mean, isn't yes. that, wouldn't, wouldn't yes. that be like, you know, running a candidate, candidate and being like, eh, he also was a former member of the KKK. I mean, that's a fucking, you know, that's a wink and a nod, right? I mean. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, I think it is. And uh, the. I so think that's the we weird thing it? about it. So we need to fucking move past it. And this shit is not helping. That's my point. No, it, it isn't helping. But this may also be a reaction to, to, you know, Trump saying, well, she can't even be president because she w- she wasn't born here, which is fucking nonsense. Right. And we, we, we've yeah. debunked that already. <clears throat> so here's the AP trying to be like, well, no, she's American. But look, she's also got all these other labels and shit. How should we label her in order to be PC proper Americans who are good liberals who don't do microaggressions? And the reality is this shit's. Yeah, this shit is so fucking overblown, crazy PC nonsense. Fucking, Senator she can, ident- she can identify. She can identify however the fuck she wants, and that I think that professor you who says that is exactly right. She should identify however she fucking wants. You guys shouldn't dis- determine it for her. If she wants to be Indian American, cool. If she wants to be Black American, whatever. Jamaican American or just American, she can be all that shit. It's fine, right? U.S. Senator um, Harris. That's there. That's all you need that's to ever plenty. say over that's over plenty. and over again is U.S. Senator Harris, and I think that. That probably might be the best way to do it is to remind people that this is a U.S. congressional senator, U.S. Senator right. Harris, not, you know, she's not a state senator. Right. He's a U.S. Like, senator. And, yep. and, that's, and that's the funny thing, too. It's like, look at Pence, right? You know, yeah. Former U.S. Governor Pence. Oh, that's a nice crazy. That's, Pence. That's, that sounds like that sounds like a pretty good honorific, right? It doesn't sound like you dug up some fucking whack job out of the middle until, of nowhere until you find out he's from the middle of nowhere. Fucking Indiana. Oh, yeah. well, just I mean, kidding. Just yeah, play, Jason. Just play. No, no, no. I mean, that's that's true, though. <laughs> But I mean, that's that's how that's how. But that's how you're supposed. That's the way the game should be played. It's you know, hey, yeah, this is, this is a former congressperson. That's really. I weird think thing. we've thrown the rules out. I think I yeah. think there are no rules to the game anymore. But I hear you. I hear you completely. That's, that's, and that's another weird one about Obama. Is for all the people that were shitting on him for being a crap statesman, nobody like he was never run as U.S. Senator Obama or you know U.S. You right. know, former Cause, Illinois cause he only House. Spent, what blah, blah, blah. one term? Like I don't know. It's still though. I mean, it's something. I mean, I don't know. Fuck it. Oh anyway. yeah, it's definitely something. Um, but yeah, no. I 
I think I think you're right to sh- to point out the hypocrisy here. Um, in the, I, I think both sides do it, right? Yeah, oh, um, yeah for sure. You but it's it. it's the, this seems more you know strange because, like you said, the liberals are so much like you, you, you know, you're, ra- you're is it real? And and you know, it's just but a construct. Double down on pointing it out, right? Whatever. But, but <laughs> again, before we before we leave this dead horse, I, I do want to one more time say that obviously Harris and, and other other mixed race individuals in America is this article points out are often picked on or labeled as other because of the color of their skin yeah, um and again you, you and i could just be quiet and and be regular white people and intermingle among you know just about any other white people probably right um we're, we're also fairly outgoing so we do pretty well with that kind of shit period end of story whatever your race might be right I don't, um I mean, yeah i just sometimes I, but, I feel like the the i don't know whatever go ahead finish your thought please but, but obviously you know um be, having a different skin color than the vast majority of the populace clearly points you out right away is is, is a minority yeah. yeah exactly just like you know being a you know not a not a native english speaker will yeah. right so i i understand but you're right they're not doing a good job of explaining this like <laughs> <laughs> the contradictions of race isn't a thing, so let's talk about race for for you know uh, two thousand words, right? Like <laughs> it's good, it's good stuff. It's it's so uh, so so much so much. Um, so my next one, and I love this. This is this is the most dramatic one. Well, maybe the most dramatic one of it all. Oh my the, god, yes. <laughs> so this is this one was about the home front. Um, you it's, bastard. It's, it's like it's it reads like an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Um, it and, really and does. This, and this this is like literally the predator. The the, the uh, God fuck man. I just mm, the virus is stalking them. Those are actual fucking words written in what's supposed yep. to be a news reporting article. Now, as a spouse of an actual healthcare worker. Um, and talking with my healthcare worker spouse, this all smacks of attention-seeking whores up, down, left, and right. And I'm not even talking about, you know, gender. It's just fucking Yeah, because what was the dude? And, and now, so it's all about nurses and, yeah. and coronavirus, which we've talked about a lot. Like. Right, right, right. And and this this is how I know this entire article is a giant fucking turd of bullshit and a bunch of garbage. Because there's a picture of someone, and it's noted in the caption, disinfecting themselves after dealing with a COVID patient. And they have a picture of somebody in in the middle of a hall with a little Clorox wipe, wiping their gear down. Um, that's not how decontamination is done. Okay, so whole article is garbage because healthcare workers know better than to decon themselves in the middle of a fucking hallway of an active hospital. Okay, that was staged. This whole article is garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> this is all fucking staged. Like they take a picture of this nurse uh, comforting a family member and they're all gowned up, right? And there's a fucking perfect picture. And the funny thing is, is by the perspective of the picture, and I've been in a hospital room before, that person taking the picture it's pretty much right up on the patient in the bed. Closer yeah. probably than the actual people who are all geared up. So once again, this whole fucking thing is a bunch of fucking garbage and overwrought junk. And this is being packaged as this is what's happening. And if people don't know anything and they don't have any experience with any of it, they're going to believe it's true. And it really pisses me off because it's a bunch of fucking melodramatic bullshit. The whole article is insane. And it's worse because I think it's actually insulting for people that have had to deal with it or, you know, people that have had healthcare worker family members that have, you know, unfortunately passed away because of this. And it's funny because it tees off on one of my biggest fears of my spouse, especially when she was, uh, you know, working at a hospital in a major metropolitan area, which was 
when she started was still during the time where we had, um, you know, Homeland Security color levels. And it always worried me because it was such a big, populous, important sort of city in America that it's a prime target for biological and radiological attacks. And that was my biggest fear was that something would happen. Yeah. And it's a level one trauma center she worked at. So that means, get exposed to it. Yeah. All the bad stuff, all the yeah. bad stuff going there. And that's probably the worst thing about this article is that it fails to point out that when the awful shit happens, if there is a actual, you know, horrifying zombie viral outbreak, or there is a dirty bomb, or there is a chemical attack on a U.S. city, all the people in those level one trauma centers and below, they are going to get all the worst things. Ironically, it will sort of be like an episode of Grey's Anatomy, where the, you know, emergency rooms and hospitals will be flooded with people walking in off the street, possibly contaminated, possibly diseased, all kinds yeah. of things. That has been like an irrational fucking fear of mine for fucking years. And it's still there because she still works in a hospital. And it doesn't matter. And it's not just the people in the ER. It's everybody in that entire hospital has a risk of being exposed to something like that. And that's the funny thing about this whole article is it actually, instead of talking about that, they're talking about all these, they make it into this fucking sob story of gobbledygook instead of honing in on the actual facts and reporting on the actual facts. Like, give me some details. Give me some rates. Let's really understand what the risks are. Why don't we talk about how the hospital has protocol to keep people safe, has actual hot, warm and cold zones, and there is a decon area and things like that where... They, they did mention the hot, from, hot and warm and cold oh, yeah. zones, but they didn't yeah, they explain it in. very well. No, of course but, not. Yeah. So you, and the only reason I know it's about dramatic. that is because it's my, fucking... yeah, and and because you know you saw it on a fucking movie. And the only reason I know about it is because of my hazmat experience and because of you know my wife's experience and her training. So it's like yeah. it's bullshit. I only know about it because of my training. And you just like why don't you explain to people like why you're looking at a picture with somebody with you know what they colloquially term a puffer on, you know the whole head mask with the little hose going up. You know, explain what that shit is. Could you imagine going into a hospital and you're seeing people walking around like that? That would freak you the fuck out if you had no clue what was going on <laughs> and, the art, and the article misses it's like wouldn't that would make you think it's like holy fucking shit if i don't ha if i'm not wearing a scuba tank i'm gonna fucking die you know if you don't know yeah. anything about it it's like uh, i don't know so this whole article just pissed me off it's all well, staged fuck them I, I i think what for, <laughs> for me <laughs> what really annoyed me about this article is that it has this great potential to <sighs> talk about you know the stressful That's situations the yeah that nurses are in right now mm -hmm. and, and it, it gets there but it gets it's there in a very melodramatic following. We followed four families for uh, two weeks at St. Jude's in California. And like, it's just like you said, g give me the facts, fuckers. Like, of course, it's stressful. Of course, it's fucking stressful. It was, also, a, stressful, though, it was a stressful job before COVID. It will be a stressful exactly, job after, after COVID. COVID. Like, the only um, reason you care now is because it's on the tip of everyone's fucking tongues. And it's in, it's the new normal. We, we've talked about this before. It's that fucking hero worship bullshit. So right after 9-11, you're like, oh, my God, police officers and firefighters are heroes. Now it's oh, nurses are, are heroes <laughs> and police are evil. Yeah. And you're like, like, it's of course, of course, nurses guess, are fucking heroes. Like, and of course, police officers are heroes. Like, um, but like, like, I don't know. This just doesn't do a very good job of, of showing us it. And as you said already, when you sign up to be a nurse, you're already putting yourself at greater risk risk for all this shit right sure. and, and if, if you didn't know that going in then your school is doing a piss poor it, fucking job of teaching yeah, or, or just open up your fucking eyes man like it's that's a big old duh now what really pisses me off about this article is that they're following people in california they seem to have an abundance of ppe they seem to have an abundance of fucking protocol and shit the hospital that, that my all, wife has been at like they had some pretty good shit yeah so so again this article should be about as you've already 
already pointed out how well protected the nurses in California are. <laughs> right oh, now, man. now bring it back to the fucking Midwest, and and guess what? My wife, some weekends recycle. when she, yeah, some weekends whenever she comes in, they don't get N95 masks. Her fucking hospital just ruled that actually, unless you're at uh, risk of being exposed to a COVID patient, even if you're dealing with a COVID patient, you don't need an N95. You can just use a regular surgical. Oof. To which I told her, get your union on the goddamn phone, because the only way that you're in the room with a COVID positive patient and you're not at risk of being exposed is that patient is dead. So, yeah, I, I don't fucking dig this shit because they're in fucking hazmat suits and they're all fucking geared up and they look like they're very well protected. And oh, wait, they have, they have fucking four goddamn journalists in the fucking room with them. It's all fucking staged. Yeah. So that it's it's just bullshit. So the, the nurses that I feel for are the ones who don't have good PPE. Are their hospitals are being shit like my wife says. And they're like, well, you know, we, we don't want to give you more PPE. It costs too much money or whatever. Or insurance. Who the fuck knows? Right. We, we didn't um, we didn't we didn't get a, a good enough contract with the supplier. So now we're where everyone's fucked. right. Right. Or it's all about profits because wait a minute, it's always, always been about profits. Let's zoom in on this for a moment. The fucking AP, and yeah, fuck you, AP, chose to follow around nurses in the one state, the one fucking state in the goddamn union that has nurse to patient ratios. The one. There's one <laughs> goddamn state that actually cares about healthcare enough to say, yeah, nurses, it's a nurse, you only get five patients every shift or whatever. And it's fucking California. And every other state, like, like my wife right now, is sometimes dealing with seven patients yeah, in, in a major means. metropolitan area. No, There's no way you... It's everywhere. Right? Yeah. So every other state except California is is experiencing a vastly fucking different experience of COVID and healthcare in general if you're a fucking nurse. So thank you, AP, for not doing your fucking homework. Thank you, AP, for giving us this rosy fucking picture of how it is to be a healthcare worker right now. Because this article almost makes it sound like the biggest risk of COVID is psychological. Right? It is about the feelings. It is about and the obvi obviously like what I where I wanted this to go and they do get there is the fear of bringing it home to your kids and, and they get there but they get there in such a dramatic fucking fashion and before we leave this I want to highlight something today for for anyone who might be brave enough to still be listening to us um, <laughs> that's right I just I just called you courageous um so right now especially if you believe this rosy picture of the AP but probably this is true for most of America I would hope your nurses are probably more well protected with PPE and, and with procedure as, as we've been talking about in the hospital than say your teachers, right? Your teachers are being thrown into the classroom with probably 16 to 20 to 30 snot-nosed fucking kids. Yeah, who are all supposed to be wearing their masks, but come on, right? Um, and and they they have not been trained for this shit. They're freaking out about things. They're doing the, the very thing that you point out in here, probably. Uh, like like my mother's school, they gave them a bunch of Clorox wipes and said, now wipe down every every um, desk when the students leave before the next class comes in. They're doing that kind of fucking stupid bullshit, right? Yeah. Um, and so if, if anyone right now is not protected and, and you want to be nervous, if you're nervous about spreading the virus, don't be a teacher right now. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> right. And and if you have friends and family who are working in in the classroom setting, uh, don't like don't don't hang out with them. Right. That is a that I'm sorry, but that's a bigger vector right now for trans transferring this virus, transmitting this virus to more people than if your your wife or or, or husband is a nurse in a hospital. And that's the truth. And that's what this AP story is not fucking telling you. Is that maybe at the beginning and certainly in like New York, fucking being a nurse was was super fucking dangerous. It's always been fucking dangerous. But you right. were certainly 
certainly at heightened risk to bring the virus home. Now they've got good procedures. Most hospitals have good equipment. They understand what the fuck they're dealing with. Most, right? Um, and so now I would be more concerned about a, a teacher or someone working in a school bringing this shit home than, than a nurse. Um, and yeah. I, I don't know. I just, you know, you're, you're right. The, this article's the, bad. It's bad. The, the wild thing about it is like, it, it really does show like, you know, I mean, obviously we know we had a lack of preparedness for one of these kind of events. I mean, we, we made the joke about it being a dress rehearsal for the apocalypse. Thank you, Joe Rogan, for that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's a good I, line. That's I, a good think, line. <laughs> I think, I think back to the training that I've had, which is you go, you know, if you don't know, you go as protected as you can. Yeah. And obviously that is not America's hospital's plan. So if anybody thinks that this is the one time it's going to happen, you're shitting yourself because unless all, right. the, unless all the policies at those places have changed, this shit's going to keep happening. It, it may, maybe that's where, where we're both pushing. It's like this article is a, a melodramatic article. And yeah, I feel for nurses. I do. I mean, our, our wives both it work should, in healthcare, right? Be, we understand, it right? About, it should be about the hospitals. Yes. The money they make, the insurance companies and the money they yep. make and how they're not hurting in the pocketbook very much. No. Nope. Well, you know, except when they find they all got shut down for, you know, COVID. Right. Your small hospitals, I think, are hurting from yeah. the from uh, the you know, not being able to do surgeries. Yeah, your, yeah. your community hospitals are royally fucked because they weren't able to do their elective surgeries with bringing the money in, which is fucked that I'm even saying it that way. But maybe that's part of the problem, too, which is why the nurses and healthcare workers didn't have all the goodies and PPE they needed because there's no fucking budget because we're all at the behest of these fucking insurance companies, which may be its own podcast right. in the future. Anyways. I, I think it, I think it needs to be. And that's what this article should be about. It should be about hospitals and insurance companies being more concerned about making a fucking buck than giving the proper equipment to their nurses and then trying to provide the best goddamn health care they can provide. It's never about that, people. It's never about that. It's always about yeah. making a buck. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's probably that's, its own, own podcast. Yeah, that's an argument I've had, too, about what what healthcare is really about. But anyway, so let's talk about the it, next one where we're in America. In America. Yeah, ending, yeah in America. <laughs> We're, well, it's probably most, it's probably like that in other countries too. Uh, anyway, it might so, be. <laughs> we're going to Wait. end a season of darkness now, Dan. We're going to end, a, that's literally from the I article, know. end a season of darkness. And you know what my reply to that is? Oh, you're going to suicide bomb Congress in your inauguration? Because then you're going to fucking end a darkness here. Are you going to reset the entire Constitution? Because, yeah. And my favorite thing, and I, 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 I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm, I'm seriously starting to come around on Biden because his fucking quote is awesome. This is his quote. <laughs> We choose a path of becoming angry, less hopeful, and more divided, a path of shadow and suspicion, or we can choose a different path and together take this chance to heal. That's a Joe Biden quote, and I know somebody probably wrote that for him, and oh, that, is sure. awesome. that is an awesome quote. <laughs> the irony is that all political parties in America are about being angry, staying divided, and being suspicious of every other fucking Everybody. party. <laughs> Also, right. also, I love the fact that an article that is essentially, uh, uh, I can't talk, uh, an article that's really about an entire political party that sort of, we'll say, turns up at its nose to sort of theological things and religious things is talking yeah. about saving the soul of America. Oh my know, God, dude. Poor Joe. He has the longest fucking road to hoe. I mean, I feel for the dude now. Like, I, it's like to, to this point where I'm almost like, I just want to vote for this motherfucker because he He's like he's like that sad mutt dog with like half an ear bitten away and like obviously is mangy and you're just like oh I kind of want to take him home, dude. End a uh, season of darkness. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck all that fucking shit. Yeah. I got nothing else. You can you can tee off on it all you want. I've said everything yeah. I can say. I, I don't even know what the hell else. <laughs>
I mean, yeah, you pretty much nailed it. The, the article, yeah, I mean, I mean, do vote Biden because, uh, you know, we're all paladins and crusaders of justice. We need, we need um, to end this Right, obviously. I'm an ally of the light. I don't know about you, Jason. Um, but oh, <laughs> I can't, like, I, so good. I, I love it, but it's also like so fucking overblown, fucking horrible, right? <laughs> like, uh, but it's not. I mean, Trump pushed us here, right? So the article is, is it literally <laughs> entitled. Who's going to have the most American flag? waving in the wind behind i know behind i know that's, that's that's the 2020 ticket how many fucking flags can you have blowing majestically in the wind behind you yeah, yeah. <laughs> first, first, one, first one that has a bald eagle a light on their hand as they're speaking they got my vote <laughs> oh jesus um so the article so you can check it out for yourself is biden vows to defeat trump comma and u.s quote season of darkness why don't they even quote it? Because they're dead serious about it. Why, why quote it? They're literally they're talking about it. They fucking believe it. Zealots. Like, but like Trump did this, man. Trump did this because he took things so far, like to the crazy zone, and and he has taken it to the hate zone, man. He has like openly said that like I hate immigrants and they're horrible and they're evil and they want to murder us, and and so when when he does stupid shit like that to rile up his base, the other side does this fucking paladin shit but why like, all, you're doing, all you're doing is making him right the more no, you re- it, yes that reaction all that reaction does is reinforce that because it looks like you're signaling doubling down it's signaling right back to your well, base just well, like Trump says right if, if it's not right why are they defending it more and more that, literally i shit you not i bet there are people sitting there thinking that every day it's like well if he's not right then why are they so upset about it i mean that's like that's a fucking psychological thing and it's fucked up i'm sorry go I, ahead I, no i gotta tell you i've had arguments like that with with idiots um and right because like because like if you've actually studied logic you go if then that doesn't fucking equate that doesn't make sense like so people getting more up in arms about someone doing something dumb doesn't mean that what they did wasn't dumb like yeah it was dumb that's why people are up in arms about it like so but basically though the, the problem with this is that as we've said before this doesn't signal anything to trump supporters so like if you're trying to, to pull votes away from trump this shit doesn't do that labeling no. trump is like the evil dark prince which he might be um doesn't doesn't get you more votes right it does pander to your face right right i mean uh, i think he's an idiot like and he's a reality tv star that's what he is right um it just happens yeah he's a caricature yeah of of uh i don't know a businessman like um, the the problem is is that the cartoon has become american politics and so you're you're right to say that we're the liberals are buying into it i mean they're doubling down on it and making i mean i want to see biden now as a crusader right like in in shining armor fighting for justice and lights like all the waving american flags right i mean but biden really is religious um and i'm wondering if if they think that's going to pull some votes and and again we've seen some arguments that that harris and biden are so centrist in all their appeals that you know uh, maybe that will work here's the reason why i think it's going to fail though trump's ads right now are like biden's going to destroy america if you vote for um you know biden he's going to close down all american jobs and biden is such a crazy liberal progressive his ideas are so insane that if he gets in office america will cease to exist now look so, so do, you, do you think they handle this ready to go and they're like fuck and then they just erase sanders and put biden's name in there no i don't i don't um, are, are you sure because what you just said sound like it sounds like an attack against sanders it doesn't sound like an attack against it, it Biden. Does. no no it, 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 let me say that before we leave too, before we move too far i feel i feel like those ads should have like the you know like the little whiteout tape dispenser it's like those should be across it and then somebody in 
Cran wrote Biden over it. Biden over Sanders. Yeah. And we need to really emphasize that because it's it's to any of you paying attention to politics, everything that I just said about what the Trump Trump's ad campaign is, is fucking insane nonsense. Right. Biden is none of those things. Like Biden is such a milk toast fucking centrist that liberals like myself are fucking ashamed that I'm going to have the, to vote for him. The right? only the only fear that Trumpians should have of Biden is that the fear that because he is such a middle of the ground thing is that he may be a Trojan horse to get political ideas that they really are scared of introduced, which is yeah. funny because if the left takes more of Congress and come on, Senate, baby, give and, us and, that goddamn Senate, maybe, maybe another, you know, judge, then yes, then you would really actually see some hope and change fucking happen for real, because then there's no uh, fight. I doubt it. Well, <laughs> I doubt it. There's, there's a better chance than just a straight Biden win. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course. Having, him, having him in office makes a difference. Having the Congress, having Congress makes a huge difference. And then having a judge, another judge would make a massive difference. Yes. About, my God. You know, even, we, even, if, we even, if Biden only, even if Biden only lasts four years and say they say Congress flip flops a couple times and then, you know, in the next term, it's you know, shifts the other way. If you get the judge, you still can actually balance it out. I mean, that's, that's now granted. I like the judges we have now because they all seem rather fucking rational for a change. And you right know, now everybody, everybody seems to be trying to not play straight hardline party politics, which is unbelievable. And, and it's what they should do. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, judges, that's exactly right. what they should be doing, which is right. phenomenal. And I, and I it hope is, it lasts. It I hope it, I, I hope it fucking lasts. And I, that's I probably the suspicion, best. Like, so, so my suspicion about that is that the second that the Republicans lose a hold on either one of the maybe maybe the Senate or the presidency, that's when we'll see crazy shit. Yeah, that's when I think I think because right now they they have the power. Right. Um, But once they fear that the power might diminish, I think that's when we'll start to see crazy shit. I I hope I'm wrong. I I hope that they stay sane and that and that they're they're honest. Like when they say I don't want to change things because I'm a constitutionalist, that they fucking mean it like, you know. Yeah. Um, But I I, I don't know. It's hard. (laughs) But um, I would say to those of you who are nervous and I, I know Jason you always are about like rapid advancing change this is why you like the political parties to be divided and, and splitting power right well, I, just, um, I just don't want any more dumb laws from any side or anything <laughs> right. I, want, I, right. want less, I want less laws but right. you libertarian um no no um I, 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 to- I totally understand where you're coming from it totally it totally um it makes sense in a lot of ways right um but so those of you nervous that like the liberals are going to take back uh, everything and you know yeah they're going to do all these crazy things i, I would like to flash back I, I believe it was obama's first term and i believe it was the first two years uh the liberals had control of the house and the senate did they not yeah well here i'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll and, go ahead and Obama really wanted to push this huge uh, reform of healthcare, as you all might recall. He really wanted to do a public option. We were all going to get fucking basically Medicaid for all. And again, the liberals were in charge of everything, people. That's right. The Senate, the House, and the presidency, and fucking nothing fucking happened. Okay? So I, I don't think you need to be concerned at all about the liberals taking back and, power and then doing crazy shit because they argue with each other just as much as they argue with the fucking Republicans. And I so, and I quote nancy pelosi we have to pass it to know what's inside it that is yeah what well, fucking nonsense and, 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 and hey yeah. hey in her defense that's how we got something um now it, it well, wasn't what what we wanted but it was no. something 
I'll, I'll do I'll do you one better. Here's the last time a liberal agenda got pushed and made it through. Yeah. Bill Clinton assault weapons ban. <laughs> yeah, right. That happened, people. That was the thing. And that, and that happened. That happened by lobbying the Republicans, too. So all you Trumpians who seem to have yeah. super fucking short memories, y'all got sold out by your own political party back then. No, so all totally. This, all, all this, you know, shit about the, what happened when the, the ban sunsetted during uh, baby Bush's first term. Yeah, that had nothing to do with the Republicans. That just had people not wanting to touch that fucking thing with a 47,000 foot pole. Both sides. But politically, nobody, politically, nobody, guns is a bad topic. It's, 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 it's sadly it's suicidal. It's, it's yeah. suicidal to go near it. It is. And, and that's, well, and it, it's funny that the last fucking time that anybody actually did anything was fucking, was fucking Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. yeah. That's, with that's help, not, with that's not a bad approach. From, yeah. From the other side. That's then that's, from that's, across that's, the aisle, from across the a, aisle. And it's, it's a really politically inconvenient truth to remember these days. And I think yeah. no one, I think, and it's, you know, oh, I've been a big, I mean, obviously, you know me, I'm a big advocate of history and, you know, making sure you understand where stuff came before and at least having some perspective because of it. It doesn't have to be right, but you need to understand right. like every, all the arguments today are just today. And, you know, right. You're not we're, looking to the past we're, or we're seeing sitting, president. Yeah, we're, we're sitting here talking about how we can never come together and we're all divided and everybody hates everybody. And, you know, obviously you have agents that are, you know, helping that every day, including our sitting president. But yet, if you look in the past, it hasn't always been like that. See, people seem, it's like, I feel like people these days just think that this is how it's always been. And it's always a dark, evil past and we need to fight it. And it's like, no, motherfuckers, it hasn't been. It hasn't been this dark, evil past that has been there forever. This is a fucking wave. This, this, I mean, is, this, this, is, this is modern society. Modern society is just a big, yeah. it's, it's a bunch of waves. You have your, your highs and your troughs, your highs and your lows, and you go over and over and over and over. And the best you can hope is that the waves are small and, you know, it's about in the middle and, and everything's cool. You know, it's, it's a cyclical thing. This, all this shit, Trump's not going to be president forever. All his fucking wacko, you know, idiots, which we're going to cover a little bit if we can keep going here. They're going <laughs> to go away too. They're going to go away too. I, I just, I, I mean, I guess like I would say, look at history as, and a lot of history is awful, but look at it and frame, use it as a frame of reference. You know, no matter how awful it is today, it probably was more awful way back then, but it also set the precedent for how great today is, even if you don't think it's super great. You know, it's, it's like, I just yeah. Oh, I yeah. have some perspective come, on it. We've come very far. There's always been mudslinging. There's always been yeah. fucked well, up think, things in politics think, all the way back to the beginning of the yeah. presidency. Okay. I, mean, I, um, I think the great thing is that, you know, p the thing we should be holding on to is what people are doing a lot today, which is having hope and trying to change things. We yeah. need, oh, yeah. to need, we need to drop the whole, you know, you're dead to me because you're not hundred percent on board with what I'm saying. That's just, by God. Stop. Yes. We have, we have that's to stop the polarization. And again, I, I blame marketing. The, bad, the real bad guys are going to win. That, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's how they divide and conquer. Right. Yeah. And, so, and the, so you the, separate the, us as a nation. Guys. Yeah, and the real bad guys are everybody. It's not just one side of the political spectrum. The bad guys oh, are no. the real Dude, bad I, guys. I, I was going to go for it. Like, like so the, the, every time that people are like, well, why would Russia or China want to uh, interfere in our election? Like, it wasn't that long ago that Russia was our big Cold War enemy. Like, how how do you well, best that was a, that was so British, disarray? <laughs> Maybe. How, how do you best so disarray in your enemy? This is it. Like, you divide the populace so that it eats itself, right? And so that's why it's not necessarily that Putin's like, boy, that Trumpy. Like, no, I don't think so. He just wants to sow discontent. He wants to show that democracy has its flaws, and it does. It do obviously you, do does. You think, do you think they both sit across from each other, thinking that they got one up on the other one? I just what, like, like Putin and Trump. Yeah, they like to sit there and stare at each other, and in, in their minds, they're both thinking, <laughs> "In this fucking room, <laughs> I got him." I, I mean, swear I, to God, I, I, I feel like I that's think what Putin happens. Does I think 
I don't think Trump is think thinking that deep ever. There we go. That's a good um, one. I, That's a good one I to think, end on for that part. Yeah, I, I think I think Trump's. The, I think the deepest Trump gets is ratings, right? And That's and true. you can tell from every time that he talks, like we had the biggest crowd, we had the biggest TV ratings ever of an RNC convention. Like it's all it's always about ratings and attendance. Trump. Yeah, it's always that because he must Speaking. be really really small, like his hands. You know, that's what I mean. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> so speaking, speaking of speaking of that, so our, our, our next one is uh, uh, oh. We, oh yes, it's the most epic troll ever, where oh. Trump, Trump has gotten a uh, nomination for the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, and I'm I'm gonna give you this. This I will give you this. So okay, yeah. Despite all the insanity that and I guess cognitive dissonance that this would cause, I am going to point out, ironically, that could the pending UAE Israel Bahrain deal be more important than the zero peace? deals that Obama gave us and won a Nobel Peace Prize on more is, is like is this is this actually like a thing like Obama won the Nobel Peace Prize and did no actual brokering of any peace in the Middle East because Libya fell into chaos Syria used chemical weapons on their own people nothing happened in Iraq and nothing happened in Afghanistan but yet this angry orange has somehow tripped into a possible pretty important maybe not as important uh, as I'm, not yeah. maybe not as important <laughs> as everyone likes to think it is because correct let's be, let's, let's be honest the UAE is a about as Islamic terrorist as I am. Okay, that, that's what I was. They're they're no, very much no, businessmen, right, right, and women, no, right? Like, no, like that's no, no Bahrain. That that's actually a pretty good angle. Um, but at the same time, this is kind of a historic thing because if this does happen and it doesn't instantly fall apart, I mean, this quite literally could be the first baby step towards maybe some countries over there that aren't hardline crazy and they want to get into the world stage. This could be the first step. This could actually be a thing where it's like okay it's okay to be be globally cordial with the people that are supposed to be our mortal enemies i mean this this might actually be a big deal i mean it might be there's potential there do i think it's nobel peace prize winning not unless it sticks so this is why it it might be the most epic troll ever on a couple different (laughs) levels i mean it's it's where you i mean unfortunately i hate to say it but this is a historic deal i mean this is an important Uh, thing in the in the grand world stage yes it sucks because it's a fucking tool bag and there's all kinds of insane shit and it's hard to look at it just subjectively objectively like that where this might be an actual big step in middle east peace okay. i get okay. it and I, and I don't think it's i mean maybe not, maybe not a big step but i gotta give some credence to this might be a game changer of what's going on over there or at least it's but, going to try to be but let's slow let's slow so oh, much fucking, fucking down let's no, slow down a fucking no, lot okay no. so for starters the article in case you want to check it out norwegian lawmaker nominates trump for nobel peace prize step one go, go check that out i i mean he the guy who did it is a populist right winger um he's, yeah i mean he's anti-immigration um it's and, and as he points out in the article well and this is a direct quote um he does meet all the criteria so it's it's like he's like just check boxing it like well technically yeah. i can nominate trump so i'm gonna do that and and maybe it's a oh, troll it's, or maybe it's, for it's votes or whatever all right to the actual what what actually went down um in the middle east i mean it, you 
you're, you're not wrong did about they, Obama. Did they, actually, did, they, did they finally pass that or no? I haven't even checked the current article to see if the deal went through. To, Anyways, go ahead. To, to my knowledge, no. Hmm. Um, that sucks. So step one, no. Step two, um, there will never be peace in the Middle East. Unless you find a magic button that erases religion from the world, but peace in the Middle East is never going to happen. Step step three. Um, <laughs> three, okay? But before we get to the real political points here, Trump's wait, idea wait, of peace... There's, there's real political points in this? There, there really is shit that I'm going to get to, I swear. So th- there's so much... So this, this story is a ridiculous piece of, I guess, troll nonsense, because it's like, God, please don't give Trump a Nobel Peace Prize, right? Like he's, do it, do he's the opposite of peace, right? Do like, it. so it would be it would destroy the entire idea of the Nobel Peace Prize as we no. know it because no, he's dude, basically. That, no, that- no, that's as dramatic as what I was saying. But is it? Is it? I mean, yeah. he basically is a wannabe dictator. Like, so Ooh, let's wow. right. I mean, come on. Yes, he, he's right now. He's bragging to people at his rallies about how he's going to get a third term after he wins this one. Like, that's come on. There's nothing peaceful about this guy. And if you think that there is, yeah, what world are you living in? <laughs> like, but his so, idea so of peace in the Middle East. Trump. Trump is Harry Truman pretending he's FDR. That I don't. I don't hate it because especially since what you've said about uh, Truman before in relation to, to Trump and I think I need to get dig, dig deeper into that history right but um, I, I don't think Trump has a lot of political clout or understanding so Trump's idea of peace in the Middle East was I know a Jew it's a business deal uh, <laughs> like yeah basically right I, I know a Jew and so he takes his his son-in-law Kushner and, and turns to him and literally at a press conference I think without Kushner having any idea what the fuck was going on and says yeah um, you know my son-in-law here Jared He's going to broker, broker a piece of the Middle East. He's going to do that. That's what he's going to do. Um, and Kushner's like, what? <laughs> you know? And so here's what. Fuck. Right. Well, fuck. Like his daughter's so hot, but God damn it. Um, like, right? Like that's, I, that's what I picture his life is. Um, and so I both feel for that Poor guy, guy who, by the way, is a liberal. Um, anyway, so, so he sends Jared over to the Middle East. And the backstory to this, what's fucking happening here, folks, is actually important. All right. So he's been working on this the whole time. Like he's been trying trying to broker peace in the Middle East, and he's had basically nothing happen. And he's sitting at a restaurant with, I believe, some ambassador, I want to say for Israel, and someone comes up to him and says, uh, hey, uh, the ambassador from the UAE is uh, sitting at a table over there. Do you want to invite him over for, for a drink? Or maybe not a drink. I don't fucking know. That's probably against the religion beliefs, but you want to invite him over? And Kushner goes, yeah. And that's it, guys. That's fucking it. Like, to me, that's how you, you guys get a deal on hey let's open a used car uh shop together like that's what that is right hey oh yeah i see uh, my buddy's over there uh, i'm gonna bring him over to the table and let's just see if we can uh buy a strip mall together you guys want to go in like that's what what fucking happened okay and look it was positively received they fucking sat down they fucking talked they were nice to one another wonderful and maybe it will lead to some sort of trade deal and maybe that will maybe you're right maybe that is a stepping stone uh, on the other hand it's fucking next to nothing okay i mean it, it was it's like we sat down and had a drink together and that's our diplomacy right like yeah we didn't try to murder each other over dinner that's nice right um it wasn't anything official it just it was a spontaneous lucky fucking nonsense right uh serendipitous maybe we'll see we'll see what comes of it right (laughs) the big the big story here to me is that the uae is selling out the palestinians so again what what i would i'm I'm not sure people understand the middle east but imagine 
understands the Middle East. Uh, they might not. I mean, it's incredibly <laughs> fucked, right? And, and whenever we're talking about the Middle East, I'm, I'm mostly thinking about Israel. Um, because again, I, I want you to you know rewind historically back to World War II and say horrible, horrible things happened to the Jewish people and lots of other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then what was it? Was it um, was it the UN? You know, more, so, you, know more, you know, I think I think it's a uh, there's about three million Polish people that died. I was going to say that on, on top are, of the six million Jews who probably were also Polish, but then another three million Polish people were murdered by the Nazis and the Russians. And and you, you know what didn't happen? You know what didn't happen for the Polish people? We didn't randomly get a new country in the middle of a fucking war zone. And that's what I, happened. I think that's, that's a win. That's a win, though. I, I, I'm win. not complaining about it. I'm not complaining about it. Um, but that's well, what happened, though, right? Though the, though the homeland was just given to Stalin, so that kind of... Well, that did kind of suck. Yeah, that was kind yeah. of horrible. So we were worse off, is what you're saying. Um, so <laughs> after that war, after that war, fucking idiots said, well, we're going to give the Jewish people back their, their holy land. And that is started off an endless religious war in Israel because we basically took land from people who were living there and said, nope, this is Israel now. Since it should, then, it should sound also familiar to anyone who's ever followed the whole Czechoslovakian Serbian debacle because yeah. that's exactly yes. what happened there, too. It, it's almost always a bad idea, right? It's almost yeah. it, even if it sounds really nice, it's probably a bad fucking idea. And and that's why we'll never have peace in the Middle East, because imagine if someone came into your fucking backyard and said, well, hey, uh, your religious land is our religious land, too. Fuck you guys. This is ours now. The, like, the, best, that, part, the best part about on that, that was another log thrown onto a fire of millennia mm-hmm. of worth of tribal warfare. Exactly. That's, that's the other thing. Like, people don't get that, like, the the Muslim tribes that are that still exist today in the Middle East and, you know, the different, I don't know what you call them, sects or whatever. I mean, you don't, nobody really talks about that, but they've been fighting each other for a fuck long time, too. So yeah. it's like... They don't like, you know, you look at Saudi Arabia and people are like, well, I don't understand. Why is everybody like Saudi Arabia? Because that's one fucking tribe and yeah. the other tribes don't like them and they don't like each other. You know, it's like Saudi oh, Arabia's, yeah. Saudi Arabia's solution to terrorism is to take people, round them up that are, you know, a different tribe or a different sect of Islam and then ship them off to basically war areas and drop them there to add to the fun <laughs> that's going on. That's they, they, they grab they grab them and they deport them and send them Jesus. to someplace else where there's fighting happening. That's that's the way they deal with it or it's have fun. been dealing with it for years. And that's I mean that's a you know it's like because they don't fucking like each other to begin with. They right. are they are, right. no they, that's and that's probably one of the weirdest things is that they are not like like you're never going to see um, Baptists and Episcopalians get in a street fight here. No, maybe in it's, the past, <laughs> right? But <laughs> over there, but over there, I mean, it's still like a, a tribal feud it's type still, of thing for for you well, know because I don't know. I mean, that's that's the way it is. That's the way it has been i don't well, know i mean it, shit, no like, it's, a, it's a younger religion jason i mean so so think yeah. about that for a while we, we had oh, our true. crusades and we had the protestants and catholics in fucking ireland shooting each other what 50 years ago like well i mean i don't i mean if you look back to the old testament i mean you know very judaism and everything i mean they've been i mean a lot of the old testament is hey i want you to go to this other valley and smite these motherfuckers all <laughs> right go kill these fucks and yeah. now welcome to Atlanta, cana you're welcome um yeah, yeah I, no, mean, I mean pr- pretty much pretty much I, I, there's I a lot of war i think you're right i think you're right maybe it's because it's it's a younger religion it hasn't gotten all of its uh anger out of it yet and then you know but i i, I suspect and, and look we probably won't see it in our lifetime but i suspect no. i mean the tenets of islam are very similar to christianity and they end with like yeah. peace and love like but there is this section in there much like in the christian bible that is what jason just said kill everyone who doesn't believe what you believe and yeah that's in there guys it's in it's in the quran it's in they, the fucking bible so they, they, sort, they sort of need to have their new they haven't had their new 
Testament moment. Yeah, basically. Where, their, where their hippie peace love moment. But yeah. it's in there. It's in there. But yeah, they almost need that, right? Or they need, I mean, I think it'll happen um, because many. Well, um, it's, it, it's, it's, it doesn't need to happen because there's plenty of people in, in America that are Muslim that it's, yeah. it's, no one, no one's fight. Like there's nobody, you know, there's no Shiites and, you know. Um, and Sunnis. And Sunnis yeah. fighting in a fucking neighborhood. In, in America. Yeah, exactly. It, just, it, because isn't, it isn't a thing. At the end of the day, it's another peace, love, hippie religion. Okay. Um, but it's just, again, I think it's just a young religion. But but they have fucking reason to be pissed off that a bunch of fucking white people said, no, your land now belongs to these Jewish people. And again, they've been warring against them also for a millennia. But now we've like codified it and picked sides. Right? Yeah. And so anything like, look, it's, it's not like I hate pe- people want to be like, are you cri- criticizing Israel? Do you hate God? Or are you an anti-Semite? No, none no, of those things. You're you're critiquing the politics of it, which is perfectly exactly. fine. We, and, and the politics of it that. are yes, and the politics of it are this: Netanyahu's fucking crazy, fucking dictator, psychopath. Um, f- follow up. Um, Israel has way more power and weapons than Palestine. Palestine is not a nation that's recognized by the UN. So uh, as far as the balance of power goes, Israel has a fuck ton more power. Okay. So number one, that that's the state of the situation. This, what's happening here, if it does happen, is a win for Israel. It's not a win for think, peace in the Middle East. It, you don't think it's a win for anything? You don't think it has any potency no. or maybe something good happening? So so Palestine's getting stabbed in the back by other, other Muslim nation, right? That was going to happen, um, though. That was going to happen. Ma- ma- maybe, man. Maybe. But so if if what you want to do is broker peace in the Middle East between the Palestinians and the Israelites, this is not this is the opposite of that. Oh, yeah. Pal- Palestine's there. I sometimes feel like that they're used as like a buffer or a I think you're right. bag. <laughs> I think you're for the for the other Islamic nations, right? Like yeah. you guys just keep Israel there. Like I just think it's uh, it's unfortunate that we ever chose sides. Um, mm-hmm. It certainly shouldn't be tied to our religious understanding of the world. No. Um, and like it's they're never going like you're never going to be able to reconcile these two nations or groups of people because they both have the same holy sites, only they call them different things and they're on top of each other, right? Yeah, yeah, it's bad. So well, right away that's because due. Split, as you mentioned. <laughs> As you mentioned, they're actually, I mean, we're pretty much, I mean, if you think about it, Islam, modern Christianity, and, you know, Judaism, they're they're pretty much right up until, you know, X year, they're all pretty much the same. Pretty much. And, and then, don't and then tell a very devout person that, because they'll get upset. But, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, the, the biggest the biggest problem is Jesus and Muhammad. That's it. That's <laughs> all, all three of them are just arguing about that. Like, in, yeah. in, in, the, in theological debate, that's the break. But they all have the- Abraham, guys. They yeah. all have fucking Abraham, right? So, so it's, they all come from the same source, and then yep. the, their ultimate, you know, for for Christians, Jesus came and was the savior. For the Jewish people, he's just it's another fucking, prophet. And for technicality. the Islamics, it's he's it's Muhammad. Prophet. It's the prophet. That's and it. Yeah, Jesus exactly. Prophet, Muhammad is a prophet. It, you know, yeah. it's the fucking. It's on technicality. Hence, that's ironically there's there's your East and West uh, Catholic churches too. It's a fucking technicality. Only their technicality yeah. is even more pathetic because it's literally a couple words in a fucking creed. Go yep. figure. Or Orthodox or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. then, so, yeah, that's what it comes down to. So, most, so this isn't a peace deal. This isn't a peace deal. It's a troll. Because it's, it's actually going. To, it's going to cause more uh, disruption in the Middle East than than peace. True story. All right, cool. Do we got enough to finish this off? Or are we just going to say? I don't fucking know. It's right, so, right, so we'll, well, let's let's just skip down. Um, so we our, our, our Tiger King update. Oh yeah. The wheels of justice turning slow. That fucking snake <laughs> in the grass low has gotten himself in big fucking trouble with his stolen miss mistaken zoo so yes from PETA of 
all people. My yeah, God. So, so Jeffrey Lowe is just as big a scumbag, if not more, as the Tiger King. And that's pretty sad for the animals. Shocking. So. Yeah. The poor animals, it sounds like they're being mistreated. Of course, Lowe swears that it's it's not true. But mm-hmm. it looks like there's documented evidence that it is true. Um, and hopefully they'll they'll shut it down. But as we said before, what happens to the, the animals then? Yeah. I don't fucking know. They get the raw deal. <laughs> Probably then, either way they're screwed. Yeah. And one more thing. We talked about this before, but that crazy fucking QAnon, QAnon Georgian Rathuglican Rithug, is winning by default. What I can't believe this. All I I'm just can't say, believe all I'm this. Say is America, that's your Democratic Party in the South. They just fucking quit. But well, it yeah. sounds like it sounds like oh. the guy going up against the crazy QAnon lady, and she he looks pulled, crazy. He pulled out. He pulled he's out. moving. Like, it sounds he, like he's leaving the state. I know, but like it's fucked up. The timing is insane. Yes, he, he pulls out within the window where it's like, sorry, there's no other chance you can it's sneak somebody such in here. A fucking, I'm I'm just gonna say it, guys. I know it's not PC. It's such a fucking pussy move because he he doesn't want to lose. I mean, he's probably gonna lose. It's a very red state. He's probably fucking doomed. Okay, but you fucking stick it out, bitch. It's called being a martyr. Yeah, it's a, it, I, I, no one can win now except her. So if you were at least on the ticket, even if it was a one in a fucking million shot, it was a shot. So thank you for bowing out within the 60 days. Uh, because if he bowed out earlier, <laughs> you fucking prick. So, but what, what this illustrates for me is that you can get crazy QAnon supporters in um, if you run in states where apparently politics aren't isn't that big of a deal or some shit. Uh, <laughs> right? Or, or in places in, in your state or country where the population is fuck all nothing um, because this has got to be some sort of backwater fucking district that there's no one willing to run against this crazy bitch. Uh, Nuts. What the it's fuck? Bananas. So all she's right, going to so. by default get in. So so the, yep. the Democrats get a uh, cyber bully and uh, the Republicans get QAnon supporters. It's great. It's perfect. It's, it's a, a perfect shit show. Uh, welcome to politics in America. Yes. And, and because we still have a skosh left bit of time and I want to put this to bed because I don't want to talk about it anymore. I, I want I'm going <laughs> to I want to I want to hear one thought about the NFL's uh, protest actions on the opening NFL week or whatever. I sent this article uh, to you about it. Yep. Give me one, Racial one injustice thought. themes filled empty NFL stands. Uh, let, let me give you one thought about it. Uh, Roger Goodell and the NFL owners care about one thing and one thing only. Racial money, justice. Money from fucking oh. ratings. So no. when it seems unpopular no. to support racial yeah. justice, they don't. When it is popular to support racial justice, they do. And that's it. It's hypocrisy. It's all about money. It's fucking nonsense. I am happy that the players get to do their little protests. And yes, it is a platform for change as it should be. Um, but yeah, the fuck, fuck Goodell and the NFL. I like that. I got one thought about it too. Shoot. When you're not of legal drinking age and you're making tens of millions of dollars a year, <laughs> whatever you're saying is not going to be taken serious by a huge swath of the population. So please don't lose heart about it. <laughs> How about you, this? Go it's, Kenny it's, Stills. It's, it's tens, of, tens, of millions of, uh, tens of millions of dollars a year for a kid's game. So if yeah. people are shitting on you, you it's just the way. Don't, don't lose heart. Sorry. Now, they aren't all young teeny boppers. Like Kenny Stills, Deshaun, uh, God, it's not Watson. Uh, he was Seahawks player. Damn it. Anyway, is it Jackson? That's wrong. Anyway, 
anyway, there are some very intelligent um, and politically um, savvy individuals in the NFL. And that's not all of them. And a lot of them just want to fucking play the game. And that's great. That's what they're paying you to do. Play the fucking game. That's great. But there are some very politically savvy and intelligent individuals in the NFL who are trying to use it as a platform for change. Um, and I'm, I'm happy that they're able to use their celebrity for that. We use celebrity to sell fucking Nike shoes. Why shouldn't she be able to use celebrity for, to promote peace and humanity? I think that's a good thing. Um, yes, with, with, that, with that being said, don't lose heart when you're getting yeah. done for this. Yes, yes. Don't, um, but don't listen in, to the haters. And a good chunk of people are tuning into the NFL to just watch the game, guys, and that's fine yeah. too. And they're gonna, um, they're it, gonna be, they're gonna be annoyed. So don't. don't you know what? They can, they can fuck off. Like, like, so what? Some guy wants to take a knee during a uh, during national anthem. Yeah, well, or just, just get over it, man. Like, it's not you, and they're not disrespecting the flag. It's not about that. Like, here's, here's one. If you feel really really like you want to counter protest this protest here's what you do you get your fucking cell phone you film yourself burning your season tickets and post it on twitter and facebook there you go you want to send yeah. a message you want to send a do message that. that this isn't what you want then send that post it on tweet copy it or whatever the fuck you do to the fucking nfl commissioners and the owners and all their facebooks and twitters and whatever the fuck else people do for social media do that you want to send a clear <laughs> message about it do yeah. that or, or stop watching stop yeah. stop yeah. giving them ratings that's fine film, that's film a great yourself, method of protest film, film yourself with the tv on here comes the NFL and then turn that shit off and then post that. The reality is if you want to watch fucking football, then fucking watch it. You're going to watch football. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to fucking watch football. Like here's the thing. If the game starts at five, turn the TV on at five 20, because seriously, no one wants to watch any of the shit in the beginning anyways, or listen to the fucking commenters jerk each other off. Yep. Yep. Just pick it up a few minutes into the first quarter. You're not going to miss anything. That opening kickoff, uh, it's just going to go out the back of the end. zone. that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's it's usually three and outs anyway. So just save yourself some fucking trouble and get some more snacks and look what we may return to this later in in the year because i have great reasons to hate the nfl all right um and i have great reasons for wanting to turn it off and to stop playing fantasy football and just give up on it completely and none of them have anything to do with uh you know social justice movements that they're all about rules and stupid nonsense and it has nothing to do with whether or not the players are kneeling before the game i could give two shits about it um and again i support their their right to first amendment right to protest man it's free speech Fuck it. Like, and I support, I support the movements that they support. They're, they're not wrong. Like, it does seem like African-American men are overly targeted by the criminal justice system. The evidence is there. Like, we shouldn't even need football players to point that shit out to us, but we're in America, so we do. Like, um, but again, I'm, I'm more pissed off at the rules of the fucking game being dumb uh, than, than any of this stuff. So if you want an excuse to turn off the NFL, do it for that reason. Because what's a catch this season? Do we know? I don't know. We'll find out as the season gets underway. And with that, that's a good place to end. Love it. Another great episode. Is it a catch? 2D1C. Yeah. <laughs> Two foot down? Well, did he make a football move? Um, <laughs> fucking did NFL. Feel, did he feel like he caught the ball? Right, right. Well, we looked at the replay, and he got two feet down, but we're just not sure if he's making the right facial expression as he catches it. Mm-hmm.